You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, everybody. In this podcast, we talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and of course, stocks. This week's favorite color has been red so far. So we're going to think about some other ways to stay green while everything's red or something like that. Remember the time to make the donuts guy? Yeah, I'm talking about the commercial from the 80s or 90s, one of those decades. But anyway, we might go on a little Dunkin' Run. And then we're going to talk about earnings. What earnings we might be looking forward to in the next few weeks. There's a lot of big ones coming up, so I'm excited. And by the way, none of this is meant to be financial advice or any investment ideas. Thanks for listening, and welcome to Punk Stock. Good price to buy it at the one twenty fifty. It's like a nice. Then why don't you buy it? <laughs> Scared. <laughs> four shares, four eighty two. So just dive in. Do it. Die. You should dive head first. You shouldn't even think about it. Although, I don't think you should do that. What is? What's their ticker? <laughs> what's the ticker for Cracker Barrel? CBRL. CBRL. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. You could reference the first episode. <laughs> CBRL. <laughs> But it did have a nice run. Cracker Barrel had a great run after that week. It went up to like 126, right? It went to one, yeah. Almost and then weird dropped how, down to 118. Weird how liquid it is. Is it though? It look. It looks like it looks like a dead OTC. Sure, we're talking about Cracker Barrel. <laughs> like I know I, mean, that I don't want to. We already it. hit this. It is going to be. It's a long. It's a pure yeah. long hold. Yeah. That's it. You, it's not something you get in and out of. Maybe it is. I, don't I mean, know. I can't tell. I don't know. You could get out by like midday. The could year go chart. Could go to 125 like you, you could make $5. You think I mean, it'll do a $5 move in it a does. day? For it no does. For no reason? It, did, it yes. just does it? It did over the last two days. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling it you. It moved down. $5 down, down in two down. days. That makes sense, though, because everything crashed yesterday. You can't. It's you, coming strong right you now. You can't even. On, are you looking at it right now? Put that yeah. in there. It's coming strong right now, right? Three days ago, it did go from 20 to 20, 125. 120 to 125. I should clarify that. It's a five dollar move, so it can do it. I guess. Wait, three days ago it went from one twenty to one twenty five. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. And it's twenty five. It's actually more like one twenty seven. I got nothing for you there. Yeah. It can be frustrating when you can't figure out what your next move should be. You cycle through all the things that you've done before, possibly your old watch list, hoping to find something that's moving in the right direction. And this is what brings us to the old-fashioned home-cooking Cracker Barrel once again. So now two days into the week, we haven't seen anything but red. How do you stay profitable when the whole market seems to be turning the other way? It might make sense just to sit it out. It's always better not to lose your money fishing for something. But I understand. 
I get what it feels like to not want to miss out on the one thing that's going to happen today. That's when I remind myself, just be patient. Because you know what? The market will be here tomorrow and the day after that. Let's talk about um, the stocks that all dropped yesterday. Let's talk about how red yesterday was. Dude, I didn't trade yesterday. I love I watched from the sidelines. Well, I'm in Apple, but how far are you in Apple right now? How deep? Eh, pretty deep. Sick. Sick. Did you get so you got back in? Deep enough to drown. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in. No, I've been in. Yeah, I've been I've, right been I've been I've never been fully out. I either averaged up or down. Right. But then you also bought a put, kind of boxed yourself all yeah. the way down, so that's pretty sick. Let's not make this about me, guys. <laughs> No, I mean the put worked out. It wasn't bad. It yeah, wasn't the put great. Was nice. It was my first one. Yeah. So, sure, big old red day for a number of reasons. I mean, you've got no stimulus, cases rising. You got an election coming up next week. Daylight savings. I believe that really plays into the <laughs> to the bearish market. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Light yeah. companies though, gonna be going crazy. <laughs> Light <laughs> GE. Company. Edison. So yeah. this is what. <laughs> yeah, I think I got Man. an email promo about it. <laughs> you probably did. Dom just subscribed to a bunch of um, stock promoters, right? Yeah, these these dirty people that <laughs> tell you to buy these insanely illiquid stocks. What an introduction! <laughs> dirty people. These dirty, dirty people. And then these dirty rats. They'll have a like stake either in the company or have a whole ton of shares and then sell it upon a hundred percent spike because a whole bunch of people buy. Um, it's not as viable as it used to be, but I'm just seeing if it actually works. The first one I got to watch had a hundred percent spike yesterday and still ended the day 40% up. Wow. Insanely illiquid though. So it's scary, but I'm just tracking how these promoters actually move stocks. You know what I noticed with a lot of these promoters is that they will continue to pump a stock for like weeks it'll be in their email that they're blasting out to everybody for like two weeks and it'll be like see we told you yeah and the next like two days later we told you this was gonna happen i know and that's what i was saying about that the anonymous guy father i'm like he's calling these things out a week and a half in advance and i'm putting my money in there and i'm sitting there waiting i'm like this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about then a week and a half goes by and it shoots up i'm like the hell? <laughs> you know is that what you guys are saying <laughs> This, this one, I mean, <laughs> this this one, the promotion started on Friday, and yesterday Monday was the spike. However, I think like the where people get stuck is like they there were probably a few people that believed in the company that I was tracking. That morning spike went up a hundred percent, and then it went down. You're not getting after it gapped up. That's like already forty percent. So you're down on the day after you buy buy a lot. So you have like. Because you're getting in late. Yeah. So that's like the trap with the promoters. You have to know yeah, the like game that's being played. it's like they're up 100%, played. but you got to get in when they're getting in. Yeah. Well, they're already in once you receive the notification. Yeah. So like once the gap up happened, you'd have to be there right at opening bell. Oof. Not a yeah. fan. Yeah, and then get out as soon as you saw weakness come through. You'd have to hope that your order... Yeah, gets... hope the order fills fully, first of all. Yeah. There's too many things that could go wrong. I have a question for you here. This is not to take you away from Sorry, him really we're getting quick, off topic. But you just, like we're saying, the, the orders stack up and you might not be able to fill it. Why not just do the opposite? Why not just play the opposite side of it? Flip short the coin it. and short it. Yeah, that's 
a lot of people do that I too. I always forget to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said if, that if you like, can find shares of short for it, because um, some of these are puts. some of these are. I'm weird. too scared to short the ones so. I'm looking at at least. <clears throat> yeah. Here's um, a question: If you're too scared to short, you can just buy a put, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess right? it's the it's it's yeah it's it's similar, but you can't do that for all stocks. Yeah, true. You, know, you can only do that for um. Bigger. You can only do that for yeah well, companies right, that right. offer options. Sure, that's not all of them. You can't do that on Gaxi, probably. No, I've tried. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm gonna be a putting son of a gun. Yeah, you are. <clears throat> so continuing with the the market redness and the bearish uh, style of how everything is moving, do you guys have any sets of rules that you follow when we are in a really intense red time? Like yesterday, it falling like crazy. <laughs> Nick's pointing at me. <laughs> I, I have a list here. <laughs> I don't. Sweet. <laughs> I got nothing for that. So, <clears throat> I mean, I... <laughs> I'm going to clear my throat for you. <laughs> you could short. I don't short. But here's my list. You could stick to the setups that statistically work best for you. I would very much um, recommend tracking all your trades and different setups to know what works for you, what doesn't. Because mm-hmm. I love that. Different. What works for you? Yeah. Yeah. And then. Well, no, I'm saying what works for you. Oh, what does work for me? <laughs> yeah, yes. nah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, nah. Yes, the info I want is what works. Mainly for like uh, first green day OTCs have been uh, so even very in, good. Even in the bearish market, even in a red market. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's, I'll, I'll change the rules for it. I'll use less size, I'll take profits quicker, less holding overnight. And then cutting losses quicker. And studying hard. Sticking to setups, using less size, taking profits quicker, holding less overnight, and then cutting losses even quicker. So that's it for there me. Yeah. Yeah. First, I, that's, first green day OTCs. I like it. Yeah. More reliable setup for me, at least. <clears throat> so you're um, saying first green day, also, like it closes green? Closes close to the high of days if not making new high of days okay so then and then you're like this is the first green day this thing's had so yeah. not even not just so green, then you're but like getting in significantly green so also. then you're trying to get into that stock the next morning no i'm buying on that first green day but like at 350 yeah sometimes 350 ideally because otc ideally don't the trade breakout. past four o'clock uh-huh. yeah i did that with gaxi last night and then i sold it at the opening bell today in a soup which I'm weary of right now because continuation has been less than normal mm-hmm. because of the state of the market. Right. So that's why I'm saying less overnight holds. Mm-hmm. Just take your profits and play it safe. You can always trade again. Another thing that I go by is never trust the pre-market. That's usually my day-to-day anyway, but especially when we're in a red market, never trust the pre-market because I feel like things inflate. That's when you get a lot of uh, pumping and people buying in and making these things like surge and then it's without fail most of the time as soon as the bell rings maybe 20 minutes later everything just starts to drop everybody's trying to get in and it's like there it goes it's just flushed <laughs> down it's insane and that's a big reason why i stopped trading with robin hood on stuff like that because i couldn't i knew it was happening yeah you can't even like, see it happening. Yeah, you can't even see it happening unless you're on, on something else like Yahoo Finance. And then yeah. once it happens, you're like, can't sell fast enough. Right. Or you're hoping, you're like, you get tricked and you're like, this is the day. 
Today's the day. Right. That's it is a thing that happens in your <laughs> mind. I know womp, exactly womp. what you mean. Yep. Yep. So number one, never trust the pre-market. Number two is don't buy anything in the AM. Wait until noon or afternoon because it usually, you know, takes a little bit of a seat yeah. down there. It lowers down a little bit. And then you'll swing that overnight into the next morning when things do start to have that 15-minute window of in, they inflate. And then you drop it then. I know that Mike Investor Trader, he does a lot of his stuff in pre-market, but he's a shorter. Yeah. I'm just scared to short. I don't know what it is. My personality in shorting is a very not sick thing, I think. You know, I'm aware of it. <clears throat> very not sick thing. <laughs> I feel like I have the personality for it. Because, yeah, I mean, I am cynical of pretty much all these stocks. Right. So that's like number one criteria for somebody that's going to short but it feels like yeah like what you are setting yourself up to do all learning all these stocks the otc market and pennies specifically like that's your shorting bread and butter right yeah that seems like that's what you should be doing instead of trying to make plays on like everything just look for what's go a 600 percent gainer and short it yeah that seems like it obvious so much money there are a lot of different ways that you can play a stock Shorting is one of them. I don't do it, but I know a lot of people that make a lot of money this way. In simple caveman terms, it's when you borrow stock from your broker. You hope that the stock goes down in price, and then you sell it for the lower price, keeping the remainder. This can also go the other way, though. If the stock rises in value, then you owe your broker the remainder of that. Seems like an easy way to make money off the morning swings, but can be very dangerous if it doesn't come back down. Another way to do it is a put option. I'm a fan of this because your max loss is just the premium that you pay up front. So if you feel like a stock is gonna go the other way, or it should go the other way, you pay your premium and you wait. It's the same thing as a call option, only the other direction. And if you don't know what that is, we'll talk about it soon, or you can just look it up. Now we're gonna talk about my favorite little coffee shop, formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, but now sits at the cool kid table and goes by Dunkin'. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they are trying to go private now. There's an acquisition deal on the table, or they at least started the talks. And we're looking at Dunkin' Brands 102.11. Yeah. Sick. So Dunkin' is at 102.11. You see what it was last Thursday? Uh, I I don't know if anybody pulled up the charts, but last Thursday. This morning. Yeah. 89. Yeah. So. Mmm, tasty. Yeah. After they announced that they were talking about going private, the thing jumped over $10 just like that, which is pretty wild. Pretty wild. Who are they linking up with? Elon? I believe the company (laughs) is called Inspire. You could correct me on that, but I think it is the acquisition company. And they have like Buffalo Wild Wings, a bunch of others that I don't remember Baskin off the top of my head. Maybe. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is its own. Yeah. You're right. You're right. How do you potentially play Dunkin' Donuts if you were to do it? It's early in the, in the talks, so I already have a put on it. But oh my God. that was True my first colors. thing out of the gate. Well, you yeah, think- maybe you do. I mean, I'm not sure. I think you got to kind of wait and see. I would wait and see. Yeah. What What's really going to happen? Crazy that it's had like higher lows since July, pretty much. What I said is like, wait for a pullback, and then see if it could break like this 105, because then it's high. Maybe it could have some room above that to keep breaking out. 
I feel. But I have no clue. It's, I'm going the other way on it though. I think in a couple down. in a couple weeks. Yeah, one hundred four eighty seven is a fifty two week high. Right. I think in a couple weeks when the talks of the merger, you know, you're not really talking about it and you're still just waiting to see what happens. I think it'll yeah. fall with the rest of the market. Uh, it is Baskin Robbins too. The parent of Duncan and Baskin Robbins said it has held early talks to go private in an acquisition by Inspired Brands. <laughs> see that? Don't Who includes Arby's, crazy. Buffalo Wild Wings, and Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. Get out of here with that Jimmy John's. Dude, I love Jimmy John's. Get that shit out of my face. So fast you'll freak. I enjoy Jimmy John's. I think they're <laughs> Arby's great. is the bad one there. Arby's is also delicious. Really? What's bad about Arby's? Did they do something? I just can't. I just can't get behind Dude, the fast curly food fries. Ro- yeah, I guess that's cool. and the roast beef sandwiches, the roast beef and cheddar. They're fantastic. You're both looking at me like <laughs> I'm insane right now. I didn't want to say. <laughs> so finally, earnings. Let's talk about that. There's a lot of earnings coming up. There always is, but right now, I think there's some exciting ones. You said pick three stocks, right? Yeah, three. So my first one is Uber. Uber, wildcard. I love it. They are when are earnings? Hit me with that first. Uh, the fifth, November fifth. Great time. So I think the earnings are going to be bad. Obviously, their last earnings were bad because of the pandemic. That's obviously still going on. Hasn't gotten better, especially this past week. And I believe they're all them along with Lyft are in some legal trouble with how they actually handle their employees and this and that i did see something like that yeah i don't know the full details of that but the bad news plus the probably bad earnings report it's going down yeah um my second one is sad my second one is peloton bullish peloton also reporting on november 5th probably increasing sales i think they've had increasing sales each quarter this year it's projected that it's going to keep increasing. Peloton's had a great year. And yeah. obviously, COVID has not gotten better, so still going to be working out at home. Yeah. That Peloton stock is insane. It's been I, a, it's been a either crazy, you guys have one? year. No. I, the, I think they're you pretty have two, expensive. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> the road one here. <laughs> What's that at right now? Is that like uh, 130 or something? My cousin has one. He loves it. My buddy Andy. It's at like 120. It's kind of off the highs. It was at 130 like a few days ago. So. And then my third one is a Marriott. Oh, see? Yeah. Now you're thinking because yeah. I had Wynn. <laughs> What's that? That's Wyndham, right? Or, yeah, W Y N N. So they're reporting November 6th. Hotel business is obviously not going to be. They're not sick reporting right, so. Because, you know, COVID. So I'm sure they've taken a hit, and I'm sure they will continue to take a hit. So you picked these three companies. You're going long on Peloton. Long Peloton, short on Uber and Marriott. Wow. Yep. Do you That's think a good that, idea. Do you think that you'll actually do any of these? Possibly. Possibly Uber. Would, Uber. And that would be your, if we're talking options, that would be your put. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one, actually. It is pretty good. I now, don't know how I got high it. Peloton will go based off of its earnings, so I probably wouldn't play that one. Think of what it did off of its last earnings, though. Yeah, like it was under a hundred. The thing went to that's true thirty six. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Um, so it can it can be before Christmas one fifty. 
You want me to go next, Nick? Yeah, go, you go ahead, buddy. All right. I got a bunch that I was looking at, and number one, obviously it's today, so kind of doesn't matter all that much, but Microsoft. I'm buying, I would buy a call option. I would go long on Microsoft because I believe it's going to end up somewhere around 246. Not saying this week. I'm saying a little bit down the line, you know, potentially before, uh, you know, sometime around the new year. But let's say it does end up at 246. Right now it's at 211. So it's high this month was 225. Right. So I think given good earnings, which Microsoft has just done a ton in the past month, in the past couple months, that I would buy a call for Microsoft today when it's at 211. Potentially after the earnings, it goes up 220. If it hits 220 again at some point, if today ends up being greener than yesterday and there's potential for it to actually move, I mean, that would be a move that I would make. That's what yeah, I've been thinking cool about. But it's one of those companies that's had huge swings in the past six months, so I can see it moving. I can see it actually swinging with the with how the market's moving i think it's it's a it's a possible um call that is a you know a good move next i'm gonna go november 6th cvs i think Ooh. cvs right now is at 59 dollars um it's high this month was 60 but i do think after the call you know you're gonna see uh, cvs just all pharmacies, everybody's coming. Christmas is definitely coming. <laughs> I think with the vaccines and with the flu shots and everything, it's a little extra busy. Um, I think this gift cards, yeah, the, the earnings <laughs> when they report on the sixth, I think will be positive, and you could see a you know maybe a ten dollar jump. I would not be bearish on CVS right now. I would actually buy it and hold it up till the spring. And I had a couple other ones here, but I'm just gonna stick to three. This one is uh, is my oddball. This one is UFS right now. Currently trades 26.12. It's high this month, 28, low, 25. Earnings, November 6th. This is an absorbent hygiene company. They make absorbent hygiene products. Such as. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, but gotcha, gotcha. They also makes they also manufacture I'm something. <laughs> I'm honestly I'm not even kidding. Not only do they make that, there's another thing that they make that I think is going to push their earnings up. Cotton balls? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> specialty packaging. So, I think they're going to make they make like specialty packaging for for uh, gifts, shipping. Exactly. <laughs> there's no better time than right now. To have been making and manufacturing specialty packaging. So on their wrong. last earnings, it jumped like something stupid, like 23%. What's the ticker? UFS. So I think it could jump to see maybe 30 bucks, maybe 33 Right now, like I said, it's at 26 If you're doing just the earnings play and it does oh, the same 20% move. It's pretty sick for you. Whoa. Yeah. If it does that same move just on that one day alone, I mean, you'd be rocking. So I would put a call a good one. on UFS. Those are my three. That's good. I dig it. Sweet. That's it. I got one. <laughs> okay. Facebook, baby. Facebook. They got Facebook. earnings coming up, and I'm going to buy a call option on Facebook. 
just to see what's good. I think for me, it comes down to small businesses being completely done for if it wasn't for Facebook. So I think they're making a lot of money with ads and all that stuff, and we'll see. That's my pick. The transition to online, more of that and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but on Instagram, it's like ad city now. Yeah, yeah. You can't go three scrolls down without seeing an ad. Not even kidding. Like, down your feed. Mm. Same thing with the story. Like, after three people's story, an ad. Three people, ad. It's just, it's nonstop now. So, I think, you know, without these things, though, like businesses like ours anybody's businesses like wouldn't be surviving sure you know for sure how else could they i feel that so that's my earnings options if you're not looking to hold something long term earnings are a great way to find an entry and exit point it causes a lot of volatility and a lot of people ride the waves that follow so there we are and i'll say one more time none of this is financial advice or investment ideas we're just a bunch of people talking sharing our stock adventures Thank you so much for listening to Punk Stock. Good luck moshing in the markets. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.